Hi there! You're about to listen to a vintage episode of the Under the Microscope podcast. While the content is still as relevant and as interesting as when it was recorded, our webpage has changed. You can now find us at thesciencetalk.com slash real-scientist-nano. Welcome to Under the Microscope. This series is brought to you by the Real Scientists Nano team. Our goal is to provide a platform where scientists can communicate their work and interact with the public. Hello everyone, today we have with us Jessica Boland, who is a lecturer in functional materials and devices at the University of Manchester in the UK. Hi Jessica, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? All right. Good. Yeah, excited to learn about your research. So could you explain your research to us in super simple words? Of course. Yep. So um, I have a beautiful job that every day I get to play with lasers. Um, and I do this to look at cool nanomaterials. So I actually use um, a type of electromagnetic radiation that's called terahertz radiation. Mm -hmm. um, it falls in between microwave and infrared and it's really good at looking at electrical conductivity of materials. Mm -hmm. So I can shine the terahertz radiation at a group of nanomaterials and look at how much of that terahertz radiation is transmitted or reflected back. Mm -hmm. And that tells me about the electrical properties of that material. So I can use it to effectively perform non-contact, non-destructive electrical measurements of nanomaterials, which is pretty cool because we need to know how nanomaterials behave. So I'm particularly interested in my research of can I find some new nanomaterials that could make devices smaller, faster, smarter, and most importantly, energy efficient. Um, and for a couple of years, I've been looking at semiconductor nanowires, so gallium arsenide nanowires, indium arsenide materials you may have heard of. Mm -hmm. um, but because they're so small, it's hard to characterize them on those length scales. Mm -hmm. And that's what my research tries to do. So it tries to tell you how good are they at conducting electricity? Can I use them in a solar cell? Will they perform well in that? Um, do they have any good optical properties? Can I use them as a laser, for example? And that's what I'm interested in and my research focuses on. Okay, that sounds really interesting. So the, the materials that you're characterizing, uh, the electrical properties or optical properties, uh, they don't get damaged by the lasers that you're using. Is that correct? Yep, completely correct. Yeah, they're not damaged at all by the terahertz radiation because right. it's quite low energy. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, you're not destroying any of the nanomaterials at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, super. That sounds really cool. Non-destructive characterization. That, that, that's that's amazing. That sounds so cool. Yeah, exactly. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, what can the followers expect in the week that you will curate uh, the Real Nano Twitter account? Yeah, well, I'm very excited uh, to curate the account. Um, so what you can expect is I'm going to look at terahertz radiation itself, 
because it has a lot of cool applications. For example, um, it can be used um, in healthcare. So it can be used as non-destructive imaging to look at the skin, to look at burns, for example. It's also very sensitive to water content. So it could be used to look at a diabetes foot. Um, so is there enough water content? Should we be worried about that um, patient having diabetes? Um, it's also been used in art, which this is my favorite application of terahertz radiation, um, but to look behind famous artwork. So you can see behind already painting to look at what an artist sketches or their different attempts. So yeah. some of these applications of terahertz radiation, hopefully I want to share those with people looking at the Twitter accounts um, and hopefully convince them that terahertz radiation is awesome. I am obviously biased, but that will be my aim. <laughs> but I will also look at some of the cool nanomaterials that we have that could form those candidates for devices. I already mentioned the semiconductor nanowires, mm -hmm. um, but also new materials such as topological insulators and 2D materials. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty weird materials. So as a kind of preview, uh, topological insulators are insulating in the bulk, but have almost perfect conducting surface states. So the surface is highly conductive right. and also has spin currents. So there are potential spintronic applications there. So I'm hoping to show some of these nanomaterials that I'm looking at and hopefully um, show people why they might be building blocks for the next generation of devices. Um, okay. And also a little bit away from the science, um, I also want to talk a little bit about accessibility in STEM, which is something quite passionate to me. So um, I'm hard of hearing, so there's challenges and barriers that's associated with that, but also a lot of opportunities. So I'd like to discuss how we can make STEM accessible and inclusive for everyone as well. So a bit of everything. Wow, that sounds good. I'm super excited, especially about the different applications that your, your research has. This is this is amazing. And I, I loved what you mentioned at the end as well. I mean, in between also, it's all I can't I can't say enough it's how, how cool it all sounds. Uh, STEM and accessibility, because accessibility is something that we do, we do talk a lot about diversity and inclusion. Uh, but accessibility yeah. needs more more light on it. So this is fantastic that you will talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Jessica, for speaking with us. And we are looking forward to having you on Real Sanano. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. To know more about us, please visit our website, realscientistsnano.org, and follow us on Twitter at realsci_nano.